0: RadioInfluence.com Hey guys, welcome to Live Bold and Boss Up. It's our second season and we are kicking off this season with some great things you can do to really get into 2021 and be successful at it.
1: Yeah, we, Ash and I talked about 10 ways you can have a kick-ass 2021. So we're going to go through our top 10 things that we thought was important to have a successful year, be set up for success. So let's get to it.
0: So I think the most important thing to us, well, I mean, they're all really important, but health, health and fitness, Mm -hmm. like really making sure you're energizing yourself from the inside out.
1: Right. I, I think that's kind of number one, because if you're not healthy and you're not taking care of yourself, then you're not going to do well in other areas of your life as well. You're not going to be there for your family or for your work because you're not taking care of yourself. So I feel like that was kind of number one to me. And that doesn't include just like working out and exercise, but eating healthy, um, you know, maybe not drinking as much or not smoking, quitting that habit that you have that's bad for you, just taking care of yourself, yeah. self-care.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Getting enough sleep.
1: Sleep is a huge Gosh,
0: thing. I haven't been doing that. Or at least like on a proper schedule, right?
1: Right. That was actually one of my my uh, goals in 2020. And I feel like I got a little bit better at it because my sleep was horrible. And I'm definitely going to continue that in 2021. But sleep is so, so important.
0: Right. I've, I've also started like taking my vitamins at a specific time every day. Because I, I used to just take them anytime and I noticed if I took them right before bedtime, I would be more awake mm-hmm. and less wanting to go to sleep. So just kind of being a little bit more regimented on that. And honestly, I want to be more hydrated too.
1: I was, that's what I was going to say, drinking <laughs> more water. That needs to be like a mingle of mine because right. I feel like I don't drink enough water.
0: Yeah, but like also, I, I know this is water. being really picky, but the type of water that you drink too. I know that's probably getting into too much. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's important to know like all water isn't equal and you need to know like what kind of minerals that are in the water that you're putting into your body because sometimes it could be, the water could be completely flushed of minerals and then you're just kind of, you know, flushing out your system as opposed to replenishing minerals. I don't know, I'm not like a... Super water connoisseur, but I think just knowing what you're putting in your body in general is always a good thing. Right.
1: We could probably have a whole, another episode, have a whole another episode on
0: that. We need to have like Zach Etheron here to talk about that. He did like a whole Netflix show on, on it. Water? Yeah. So,
1: yeah, number one health and fitness, taking care of yourself. That way you can succeed in other areas of your life as well. Right. Secondly, I put them financially. Like I think you need a financial plan going into the year. What are you going to do this year to make more money or to pay off those credit cards or student loans, whatever you need to do, but make a plan for it, write it down and start doing it.
0: Right. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be about making more money either. It could just be making sure that you stay stable in what you are bringing in. Maybe you're happy, but making a plan to make sure you know, hey, if you're, if something goes wrong and you need to pull from your savings, do you have enough to replenish it? So still making that plan and, and paying off that debt, like everybody that kind of, if you have debt or you're not financially stable, it could bring on unnecessary stress, which can have all kinds of negative effects on, on your, on yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That goes into with financially, you know, being stable you know, just being cognizant of what you're spending money on. But then I also think investing, if you have that extra money that you want to invest, like write down some things that you want to invest in or do some research, meet with a financial planner, do something different 21 to help help you do better and get better financially.
0: Yeah. I like that a lot. That reminds me of, um, my kids and and i had a conversation around what they want to do when they grow up or you know what do they want to like own or you know whatever we kind of thought really big picture and one of them likes the heavy duty machinery like from caterpillar right and the other one loves disney so we were thinking well why don't we buy them stock right in each of those so that they can you know, kind of own, right, a a piece of stock in those companies and kind of pay attention. And maybe that would be like a great learning experience for us too right? about what happens with with that money and, you know, watching companies grow. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's a great idea. Also, um, I think even if, you know, you don't have a lot of or any extra income to like put towards stocks or stuff like that, coming up with a plan or creating another account, like a savings account where you put like 1% of your paycheck into that every single month. That way you're saving a little bit every month. It's not, you're not looking at it. You're not tempted to spend it, but you're saving. So that way at the end of the year, you have a little bit more in savings than you did the year before.
0: Like, so it doesn't actually come into your bank account, right? You never see it. You never see it. Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: So that way you never, it's like you never even had it there.
0: Right, and it can be small. Right, exactly.
1: Like I said, 1%, 2%, 5%, whatever you feel like, makes sense for you Mm -hmm. to put aside so that way you have a little cushion in case anything were to happen. I love
0: that. So third. Yeah. I was thinking, um, writing a couple letters to people that you appreciate or love or just you know, really love having in your life. I think a lot of the times we take each other for granted or we think the other person knows that we love them and we need them in our lives, but they might not know. So taking some time to, I mean, I said write a letter, but it could be like a text or an email or, you know, it could be a phone call, but it's kind of nice to have something tangible
1: I like the letter. I like a handwritten letter because I feel like that means a little bit more than just sending a text. Mm-hmm. It shows that you actually put more time and energy and effort into it as opposed to just shooting off a text. So right. I like that writing a letter. Yeah, And it can be to like your parents or your spouse or a child or a cousin or a friend or your boss or anyone that you appreciate. And I think they would appreciate that. Like yeah. that it means a lot to get a handwritten letter and it shows just that you went above and beyond. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I just love that. that. I know.
1: I love that too.
0: I'm about to go do that right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I put find at least one nonprofit
0: Mm. to dedicate your time to in 2021. Yeah. I think that's important because last year, I think everybody needed help. So this year we need to pay it forward by helping out others. So, you know, picking your favorite nonprofit, whether it's time or money, just depending on what, what you have available, any little bit helps. And that'll, I think, just help propel you forward and help make you feel thankful and, and grateful for what you, what you already have. I
1: feel like that's so important. And I, I, I like the idea of dedicating time. Money is always good, of course, but dedicating time, like with a group, doing it with your family or your work or some friends, like get a group together and do something. I think it's fun. Like I loved whenever we volunteered and um, served meals.
0: Yes, that was so much fun. I
1: know, I love that. And and you have that interaction with people and then not only are you dedicating your time, but you have a chance to, um, you know, smile at people and let them know like, I hope you have a great day and just, you know, interact.
0: Right. All right, fifth. Fifth, how about... Just like building value every day in general, right? Whether it's at work or at home with your family, you know how do you how do you bring value to that every day? Um,
1: what are some examples of that? I like uh, you know,
0: that. I personally was thinking like at work, you know, yes, you can do your job and what you know what your pay grade is, right? And then maybe to maybe additionally bring value, maybe you can talk with. Um, your boss or a coworker, and find out what else you can do, right Sometimes you get stuck in your own vertical in your own lane, mm-hmm. and you have blinders on and you can't maybe quite see um, other things that are happening around you so maybe you can ask hey okay, what what else can I do to help and bring bring value
1: I like that a lot, and i I feel like at the end of the day, you know if you keep a journal or you know, maybe you should start keeping a journal in 2021, write down like, what value did I bring today? That way you can see, you can tangibly see what type of value you brought. And if you didn't bring anything, then maybe next day, you know, try to add two pieces of value, you know, like try to make up for that. I think by writing it down makes it more uh,
0: visual. Yeah. And it, it helps you remember The value that you did bring, right? So when you get down on yourself one day, maybe you didn't do anything, you can kind of go back on your days and say, okay, well, I did this and this, and how do I kind of get back on track? Yeah. I love that. I did start writing, but I don't do it every day. That's okay. Yeah. It's something you can work on. on So
1: for my sixth one, I put be mindful, and that goes to kind of filling that spiritual bucket, that mindful bucket, that inner that inner bucket that you have that makes you feel good and makes you kind of be present in the moment and, and not just focus on yourself, but on others. Right. For example, this is something that was a goal of mine last year, was meditating more. I feel like that's important, even for five minutes a day, to meditate. Um, I didn't really know how to meditate, so I listened to some podcasts on meditations, and they actually guided you through med- meditations, Um, I read about it, like, how do I meditate? And, um, you know, it just kind of helps you and you focus on your breath, but just kind of not thinking about anything that happened throughout the day and just focus on on really nothing and just being present on where you are. Um, Also yoga, going to church, having goals around those types of things can help
0: you be more mindful. Yeah. I love the meditation piece because sometimes you just need to stop all of the outside noise, even your inner thoughts to really know what's important to you. What's kind of the next step, right? Like kind of getting back to your self center. Mm-hmm. I need to do some yoga classes too. You need to get me into your yoga classes. Yeah, I
1: know I'm actually, <laughs> so I signed up for yoga. That was one of my goals last year. Signed up for yoga, joined a yoga studio. I was really good. I would go four to five days a week. And now that we moved, I've right. been going less, but, um, with our new, um, exercise program that we have at home, there's yoga classes on there. So I've been I trying like to do them that. at home. Yeah. So even at, though I'm not in a studio, I still try to do it at home. One of my goals from last year too was to go to church every Sunday. Mm. I was great up until March, whatever, 10th or the, the Sunday before, um, COVID. Oh, Yeah. And then that kind of fell off. But that wasn't, you know, that wasn't anything I could really control. Right. But that was one of my goals. So I think setting something like that, even if you can't go somewhere just to mentally, spiritually read a book that has something to do with spirituality or something like that. I love that. Get you back to
0: center. Yes. For my number seven, I put um, scheduling family time. I know that sounds so weird, like scheduling and family, but... I feel like sometimes when we put together this, like, "Hey, how to be great," you know, this year and how to kick off your year, I think oftentimes, at least I do, we forget about our family, and like we're so focused on us at work and us health wise and us financial wise that we don't actually think about spending time with our spouse or our kids or our, you know, parents and grandparents. So. Maybe actually scheduling it like they don't have to know you're scheduling it, but put it in your calendar. Maybe you know to spend time like one-on-one, you know, time without your phone. Don't be grocery shopping online or whatever when you're with the kids or when you're with your spouse. Really focused time.
1: That's a really good one that I I definitely need to work on because I feel like. We have so many things going on in our lives between work and family and the podcast and everything else, everything I want to do personally and grocery shopping. And yeah, it's hard to, whenever you are with your family, to put everything else aside, Mm -hmm. put your phone away and just focus on them.
0: Right. Right. And you definitely don't want to forget them because by the end, by mid-year, maybe even short to that, you'll be like, you'll be burnt out and your family will be frustrated with you because you didn't spend any time with them. Right. So book that family time. Book it. (laughs)
1: Next I put, take a break, whether it's take, schedule time for that vacation, schedule time to get away a staycation where you take a little bit of time off of work. You can do it with your family, with yourself, with your friends, whatever. But You know, take a little vacation from where you are to have a different scenery, go to the beach, go out to the mountains, the wilderness, go take a walk, like schedule breaks Mm -hmm. and get away.
0: Yeah. As you're talking about that, I'm like, okay, I know I want to book an RV trip and just like go to the mountains and hiking. And then since we're in Florida, obviously I need to get to the beach all the time. Yeah. So those are my two that I'm going to put on my list.
1: Those are good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Being with nature.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So number nine, this kind of goes back to what you were saying this earlier, but specifically I think we need to have a special slot for it is gratitude. You have to take time to be thankful for what you already achieved, what you have, because if you don't feel like an inner gratefulness, and you don't exude that thankfulness, I, I don't know if you could really continue much longer before burning yourself out.
1: Exactly. I feel like this is a really big one. This is another thing I've been really trying to work on and writing it down in a journal. Top five things I'm grateful for for that day. And I think it's good to do it in the morning. I usually do it before bed just because my mornings are crazy. Yeah, I never know when they're going to wake up. Um, <laughs> but kind of like reaching like really deep and finding – like okay, I'm thankful for like the air that I breathe. I'm thankful for that I have a roof over my head. I'm thankful for that my kids are healthy. Um, My people that I work with, just the basic things. Like we have so much to be grateful for that um, I think sometimes we we don't think of it that way. We think of all the negative things.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. I I wish I could do it in the morning too because that would really set my day or maybe meditate in the morning. I'll have to try to figure that out. But I like the gratefulness, you know, piece. I, putting the kids to bed, I try to ask them what they're grateful for because it's really cute to hear it from a kid, just like the random things that they're thankful for that day. Um, and it makes you smile, but um, but I, I like that a lot. I think that's important.
1: This is the area too. Um, whenever my kids, like this morning, my youngest one was like so chatty he was chatting about his day yesterday obviously because he was really excited about it and all morning as i'm trying to like rush around and get ready he's like and i'm just like yes yes like trying to pay attention to him and part of me was like okay like be quiet for a second i need some quiet time (laughs) but then i had to remind myself I'm thankful that he, first of all, is happy and healthy and is actually excited to tell me about his day that I was just like, I need to be thankful right now. And I, I needed to really like remind myself. like That is so cute. Yes.
0: That is so cute. I love that. Aww.
1: And then last but not least, number 10, and we could probably go on yeah, on a lot on. of different things, but these were a top 10. And I think this was something that you came up with um, or that you said was slow down to speed up, Mm -hmm. you know, take that time. You may feel like it's counterproductive because you actually need to slow down, visualize the day, your plan for the day, take a step back and really slow down. So then that way your day will go more smoothly and you will, um, you know, hit all those things that you wanted to do that day by being planned better, being more organized, really um, like more focused on on
0: your day and right. your plan. Yeah, exactly. I, it It's kind of funny because um, just taking time to plan everything, you're right. It seems like you're not going anywhere because you're just sitting down and you're planning and you're writing things out or you're planning your day, what you need to do, or you're sitting down and writing those letters to those people that you're grateful for. And it probably seems like you're not doing anything, but just like a Uh, we, and we just heard this the other day, just like being a slingshot, right? You have to pull back to get that power. And then, and, and, you know, preparing for your 2021 is like that is you're pulling back, you're getting ready to slingshot forward. So, so pull back, do all of these things, prepare yourself so that you can slingshot forward into this new year and and be successful and enjoy it and have a, a, a better year than last year. No, I love that. I love that analogy. Right? Yeah. It's so awesome. That's I can't awesome. remember who said it, but I know I just heard it recently and I thought it was just a really good analogy. Right. Yeah.
1: That's great. So, those are our top 10 things that you can do to have a successful 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much to Next Path Career Partners for always supporting us. We are very grateful to
0: have um next path as a our
1: company and supporter
0: yeah absolutely and uh if you guys have any tips and tricks or let me know if you tried any of these and they helped and they, you're grateful for them let us know you can email us at live bold and boss up and until next time live bold and boss up babes On this week's episode of Crush Performance, we kick off our assault on 2021, and to keep you on the cutting edge and performing at your very best, we're going to help set you up for your best year ever with Crush Hall of Famer, the coach of champions, our good friend Jim Fannin. We're coming off of one of the most challenging times in recent history. Never before have we experienced more variables, unforeseen, uncontrollable, and sometimes unmanageable than we've seen over this last year. We'll talk with Jim about the things you can control to get control and set yourself up for success. The person with the most constants in a world of variables will prevail. Let's get set to attack the new year and figure out how to feed the champion with our good friend Jim Fannin as we kick off 2021 right here on Crush Performance.
1: Crush Performance with Jeff Cruschel can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.